Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, Wisconsin. How you doing? It's time to hop on board the crazy train here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with your hosts, Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Neubauer, and of course, Greg Janik on the boards, piping in whenever he darn well pleases. (laughs) Anyway... How's everything going, Danny? Well, kind of sucks over here. This seat here, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's launching, the chair is launching me forward, Greg. You know, like I keep yeah. sliding towards the front. Yeah. Switch it. Like I'm a little kid at the dinner table that's trying to squirm out of his crib and slides right down below the tr- that in the tray. <laughs> yeah. I'm about ready to squirm right down unintentionally. Yeah. Unintentionally. Switch it out. Switch it out. Yeah. I'll suffer through this segment, I guess. All right, you, you'll I'll suffer. It out. You'll hang in there. I cannot believe it when these when these football players play in that cold weather. I mean, and then they don't want to wear sleeves and that. They want to be tough guys. No, I'm sorry. That that is just so. I'm cold. sorry. I'm, so- I'm cold <clears throat> just watching it. You know. Um, I'm sorry, Tom, but <clears throat> I'm not impressed. Why? What, with let, them? Let me tell you why. As kids, we were out in the, out in the cold playing football all the time. Below zero? Yeah. I don't I not don't remember sleeveless. us. Huh? huh? Not, not sleeveless. sleeveless. No, not sleeveless. Helmetless. Well, yeah, we all was almost worse. Helmet. Get smacked in the head. Uh we had one kid break his collarbone. Yeah. You know, we I don't know how old we were. I think we were still in grade school. But uh I, it, well, some of those games got kind of rough. Well, they're talking <laughs> with all the concussion issues and whatnot, yeah. they're talking about ways to change the game and one of them is to either a get rid of a helmet or get rid of the face masks so they don't lead with their heads yeah well you know they you know rugby they play without helmets and they're hitting each other hard but when you watch them tackle guys they're not leading with their heads they're keeping their head out of everything and you don't see that ma- as many concussions as rug in rugby the old shoulder tackle my friends uh although i give my uh, high school coach credit and college they always said Tackle with your face head up. Yeah. Put your face, mac, face, face mask, mask in into their the chest and their numbers and and wrap and, them and up. They were, and, they, and that's what they were teaching years ago. But then it seems like the pro guys. I think what happens is this, guys. You got a hundred eighty pound safety. He's going to try and put down a two hundred thirty pound, you know, running back who's equally as fast and strong, but have but but bigger. And the old put the face mask in them, wrap them up 
maybe isn't going to work. You're not. Gonna... <laughs> so what they try and do is they try and send they try and send in like a missile strike, or they try and come yeah. in like a full speed missile mm-hmm. and launch and put their head down and shoulder and try yeah. and hit them in the legs or hit them. You know, so they try and do that kill missile type mm-hmm. shot, which is the the quick you know the quick sniper shot to put them knock yeah. them off their feet. As opposed to taking them on mano on mano, face mask yeah. into their chest. What what's that? Uh, what was that one show where they showed all the big hits? What was that called, Greg? There uh, was a segment on Monday Night yeah. Countdown yeah. called Jacked Up. Yeah, Jacked he Up. Got jacked. He got Jacked now, Up. Yeah, jacked see, up. and that's what I think a lot of these guys wanted to be on that uh, segment. You know, well, so they were, well, they well, removed no, the, that. I know they removed that segment it. because even even before that though, yeah, but guys were. I've got, launching. Listen, yeah. I got I've got videotapes. The old NFL uh, was it Steve Saban? Was he the guy that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I got all these old classic VHS tapes of the greatest running backs, the greatest linebackers, and then the greatest. And they glorify all those greatest yeah. hits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God! You should see Dick Butkus. Well, oh they, my they God! Still he's, do. he's knocking them down they like still do. uh, they still bowling do. pins. If you see, I remember watching a uh, top ten on Sports Center, maybe less than a week ago. And it was they were showing middle school football. Oh, and this kid lays out a running back, and it was top five. Yeah, top That's, five. They're, they're yeah. looking for that. And, you, you, and, and well, and people love the big hits too. I like when I see a big hit. When I'm watching football and there's a big hit, yeah, I'm screaming. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, that's true. I love. Yeah. It's part of football. It that is, is what it's made part football, of football great. Is making that big hit, and yeah. you can't tell me that. Uh, what was his name? The offensive lineman. Um, who laid out Clay Matthews a couple of weeks ago? Oh yeah, the one that used to play for the—I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Jeez, I, I should remember. But anyway, there's the picture, and Clay Matthews is flying backwards through the air. There's feet above getting, his head. Feet above his head. He got knocked on his ass, and later Matthews kind of grumbled, dirty hit, whatever. And then it, the player later—oh, uh, it almost came to me. Then I lost it. Uh, the name. Uh, he later said, "Oh yeah, I didn't mean uh, blah blah blah." You can't tell me. <laughs> that his teammates were high fiving in the locker room, and when they saw mm-hmm. it, when they saw that on tape, the the room erupted in cheers. Yeah. So they're all gonna go pay, pay lip service to. Oh, geez, didn't really mean to do that. But any, they're really going, yeah, yeah. Jack the man, Barbary. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and he was always kind of a brawler when he was with the Packers too. They mm-hmm. kind of liked him, as I recall. Kind of had a nasty attitude. And you can't tell me that if Clay Matthews, one of Clay Matthews' teammates, did it, Clay Matthews would have been high-fiving oh, yeah, his teammate yeah. on it. I, so don't give yeah. me that hypocritical, well, yeah. that was a dirty, dirty hit. You got knocked uh, on your ass, you got to own yeah. it, buddy. I was, I was watching that game, and I saw it live, and right when that happened, I said, ooh, that's going to yeah. hurt. And you know, I mean, that didn't, but that's a, yeah. a play you like to see. The problem is, is that nowadays they just try to hit without wrapping up. Back in the day, well, if that's you're, what en- I mean, you're, NFL, you're NFL films, though, they were knocking these guys out, but they were still tackling. Right. Now these guys just try to knock the guy yeah. out, and then you get a guy that's Rob Gronkowski, just bounces right off of him and just keeps yeah. on running. Right. Bumble bounce. Yeah, as long as it's a legal hit, that's fine. You know, as long as it's legal hits, it's the cheap shots that nobody likes. But, but legal it, hits, good legal hard hits, yeah, we love this. Well, like you said, that's what football is. Yeah. If you just do it properly, yeah. don't leave with your head, you're fine. Right. As far as the cold, um, the you know, years ago it was way worse. Now they got... You know, they got, like, even for deer hunting, we got the little hand warmers and stuff mm-hmm. you can use. You got all kinds of things. Back in the day, you know, Bud Grant had the purple people eaters making them go sleeveless. And there were no hand warmers, and there was none of the stuff that they have, you know, today as far as the heaters. It was pretty uh, 
pretty crude. So uh, those guys were the tough guys, in my opinion. Who is that, Greg? What are you uh, guys the, doing? Okay, the, you're in the middle of a radio <laughs> show. Yeah, who is and, that, Was there Greg? a naked girl on the roof? All these no. guys are all of a sudden looking straight up at the ceiling. Oh, it's the TV above my head. Yeah, it's, uh, what is it? That's like a drunk girl. Oh, right away, you guys and are then, looking at. No, but, no, then, but she, gets, a, she gets knocked out the hot looking by a chick. guy. Where is that from? Uh, the running back for University oh, of Oklahoma. It happened, her out. it happened about three years ago, but it's just yeah. coming to Is that yeah. part of the right Got now. Jacked segment? Yeah, yeah. well, she got Did jacked she, on that. She got, yeah. she got yeah. jacked out. She, yeah. I was oh, reading wow. the article earlier today. Okay. He, he fractured like four bones, four Ooh, orbital bones on her. Geez. But, I mean, anyway, whatever. But, no, oh. as you're saying for the for hey. the, the cold weather, you know, they got Pay attention seated, to what's going on, they you guys. <laughs> they have wait, seated wait benches. They have seated benches, or heated, heated benches. benches now, that, right. that keep the mm-hmm. bus warm. And they you got have, the big shawl. You got the big fans yeah. coming yeah. at yeah. you, yeah. The, the heater fans that are blowing yeah. 130 degrees. And they're warmer yeah. than the guy in the 50th row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, much yeah. warmer. Well, see, Tom, we're not impressed. Then they got to get out, right around. But you know what really sucks though is those the you know when they take those commercial breaks, the guys are out on the field, and now they got to wait two minutes for the commercial break, and they're all just standing around. I think they'd rather be playing, you know, because you're you're building up that body heat when you're moving around instead of just standing there waiting. But anyway, getting back to uh, all fishing, all hunting, all the time. It reminds me of a story when I was in high school. It was very cold. When I played up at Green Bay Preble, let me tell you, Green Bay was cold in the day. And I remember one time I was, uh, I was an underclassman. I wasn't a senior yet, and they were having to practice. And you know what? They, remember when they used to have, like, if, if you weren't a, a starter, you had to go. They'd put you on, like, the scout team that did the other team's offense oh, sure. against the, yeah. your starters. So I'm going up against these big seniors, and 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 they'd love nothing but then then to kill you, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, it was really poor practice for your football team because you're taking all the the younger guys who are smaller and not yet start, and you're letting them run the other team's offense. Well, no way are we as good as the other team's offense. But I remember getting hammered. I one day it was so cold. I remember I got my hand, I uh, hit the dirt. We didn't have a good field. It was rocks. It was dirt. And <laughs> and and I was running back, and I got my hand stepped on by a, a cleat. Mm-hmm. So I come out just looking at my hand, and it hurt so bad. And then, then I and another guy, we were both trying to see who could hide best on the sideline when they wanted the, the scout oh, team yeah, to come yeah, back out yeah. and be a running back. I didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. We were both trying to fight, Neither trying to hide behind the biggest, fattest guys on the sideline. Didn't want Jeez. to get out there. It was cold, and it hurt a lot. They were killing us. Don't blame you. Well, speaking of the cold weather, I think we've, you know, I've heard reports of guys out ice fishing that there's enough ice. If you're kind of crazy enough to go out, because, it, 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 you know, it's not a lot of ice, but there's enough to support weight, you know. But still, you got to be so darn careful this time of year. You know, well, you really got to be careful. I've heard anywhere from two to four inches in places, mm-hmm. but open water on the deep, and then yeah. Yeah, and then you got areas that are covered by snow, yep. so that makes it iffy. And yeah. uh, I haven't talked yeah. personally, Tom. I haven't talked to anybody who's been out ice fishing, and uh, <clears throat> I I just I used to really be enthusiastic about it, but I can't see any real pressing reason to want to go rushing out there. No. Unless I was up by Lake of the Woods and I could go set a tip up yeah. and catch 40-inch pike all day yeah. long. Well, you know, in northern Wisconsin, I mean, they've got it. They're, they're ice fishing up there. Even mid-state, you know, or so, they're, you know, they're ice fishing up in those areas. But down here, 
Man, even up there, you got to be careful, like on big lakes. Like you said, you know, the the main body of a lake, like on Pewaukee, the east end. Yeah, that's frozen across, but maybe not over on the west end, you know. I can't. Uh, it, it might be frozen across, but there's not much ice out in the middle. I can't that see area. that being a good way to go, Tom. No, I think I, about I, it. No, if you went down all. in the water, no, and uh, you know, so it's you're freezing, and then you slowly realize you're not going to crawl out of that hole. You end up going to sleep. <laughs> no, I don't think it's. It's. I don't think it's quite like taking a sleeping tablet and gently <laughs> slipping off to bed. I, on well, a and soft I don't want to find out either. I don't. Yeah, find that would out. really. That would be up on the, find out. the bad ways to go. I don't know. If you want to go, through, you'd want to hit your head on the way down so you get knocked. <laughs> you know. So you don't know what's going. And not on. just the concussion. You'd want to be knocked totally unconscious, and it would be nice. And nice, that was it. Deep yeah. sleep. Uh, we've got a, a, a few new sponsors, a new sponsor that's jumping on board. We've got had a sponsor from last year that's coming back. Uh, uh, Water's Edge Boat Club is coming back, but our new sponsor is uh, Jiffy Overhead Garage Doors. Uh, I think I told you before that they uh, we should be hearing their ad today, as a matter of fact. Uh, he's the, uh, JJ is the guy who put in my garage door and my garage door opener and all that stuff. So Listen, we've got new sponsors all the, the time. The, the greatest testament of how great Jiffy must be is the fact that you, Tom Newbauer, <laughs> paid them to do it. Is Greg, it? Yes. let me tell you, they must really do a great job at a really economical price. Well, no, and he, I'm talking these, economical no, price over their here. Their commercial will be fourth in line yeah. in this coming upcoming because, break. Oh, okay. Because Tom here... Is not one to waste a dollar. Well, that, well you know what? You, I think everybody Shrewd. agrees with me that you're looking for quality work at a fair price. Fair price. Yeah, at a fair price. You just don't want to get raped. You know, you just no, pay a fair price. You don't want to get ripped off. Yeah. So, and that's what I found with uh, with uh, Jiffy overhead garage doors. You know, one of my dad's quality favorite, work favorite, at a fair price. My dad's favorite terms growing was rip off. Yeah, rip he off. used that all the time. That's our rip, rip off. off. Hated All right. getting ripped off. That really ticked him off. Now we're going to rip off our listeners. We're going to go to a break instead of them listening to us. 799-1250. <laughs> Give us a call. Hunting, fishing report. If you just fell through the ice, don't call us. You just <laughs> You're talk, busy. Talk to the big guy for a minute or two and call her a wrap. We'll be back shortly. Western Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll let, uh, what, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page serenade you with a little Christmas music. <laughs> this is Christmas music. Yeah. I remember back in high school, we'd drive around with this on the 8-track, and we'd just repeat, repeat the same track all night long for eight hours. Yeah, it was great. Do you guys consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Okay, I, I, I keep hearing Mike and Mike talk about that, and... Uh, I do because I do it kinda, it's yeah. got the Christmas yeah. music. It's the Christmas it's got party. Got the snow and yeah. everything. You know, yeah. I, heard, I heard I heard one of them saying, "Well, you could have planned that around any 
holiday. It didn't have to be Christmas. Yeah. And I thought about it. Who has a Easter party for their company? No. No. Who has a St. Patrick? Well, I really don't think Christmas is when you have the Christmas company parties, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it was a per- perfect scenario for it. So I consider it a Christmas kill them, bang, bang, shoot them up, <laughs> ultra uber violence, bad for society movie that we all uh, love. Yeah. If it happens during Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Now, whether so or not it has, okay, what was the Christmas theme? See, like, y'all's got to have love, hope. Of course, how about... Wait, wait, he wasn't, he try, wasn't he trying to save his wife? Yeah, she was on the plane. Family. It had a family exactly. theme. Exactly. Okay, yeah. how about Christmas Vacation? What was the theme there? Spend, sometimes it sucks to spend time with your family. <laughs> oh, pretty much, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, watch out for squirrels uh, in trees. Don't bother with Christmas lights. You know, one, having all that problem hanging the Christmas lights. We we used to put lights out in our place, but then my one son started getting carried away. There were so many lights out. We looked like a landing runway, and uh, and it kept blowing the fuses or the popping the circuit breaker. Popping the breaker. So uh, I said, okay, that's it with the damn lights. Well, they make <laughs> it so they make it so easy now. Now you have these. Light tarps, uh, per se. Yeah, yeah, That you just yeah. throw over your bush. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you don't have to string them anymore. It's just yeah. a tarp that's full of yeah. lights. You just throw it out. Listen. They have those little the little thing that shoots out onto the houses. Oh, yeah. That's the new thing the last couple of years. Yes, the yes. LED lights yeah, the lights. Yeah, the shoot up on the, the house and, and, yeah, and designs. Yeah. And, there was something uh, special about having Dad pull out a box of these lights just all tied into knots, you know, where they'd been thrown the year before, and string them up and then not have them work. And have them go through two thousand bulbs <laughs> to see which one wasn't working because it's that. What kind of circuit do they call that? A uh, there's one. Is in that in a direct? What kind of circuit? So it's a series circuit, isn't yeah. that a series circuit? I'm an electrical whatever. genius, eh? Yeah, you know, I should have been an electrical engineer <laughs> instead of sitting here, you know, with you guys. But I remember yeah, that they try, had that which specific, one is it? They had that specific oh, tool where you plug in each yep, light yep. to see, and it would tell you wait, which, which one was wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. They had a tool? Yeah. Well, yeah. besides changing every bulb, they, they had a little tool where you, well, you still had to undo every bulb, and but it. It would you, tell you if it, there's power there's like there a, or not. Yeah, there's a little light that would come yeah. on to show you that there's power. Well, you just yeah. go through every single well, one. You know, the little, Lewis never the, had no tool. The that was little, my dad. The little lights that we have nowadays, you know, it's hard to tell if they're burnt out or not. Whereas I remember years ago we had those larger lights. They were kind of domed. They had a, they look look like a pear or something. I don't know. They, but those you could tell if they were burnt out. You know, they'd have the brown spot on them. But nowadays, the and they spot. would screw in. And like your underwear. You know, yeah, they'd screw in it. rather than plug in like these new ones. I, I don't know. I, I, well, it was part of the joy of watching Dad frustrated. But it wasn't too good when I was out kind of holding the ladder and stuff, shivering, f- freezing, waiting, him up trying to figure out which of the strung along the roof lights was the bad one. Mm. Hey, do you remember going along those lines? Do you remember the old TVs, Tom? You're old enough to remember. Old TVs had tubes. Oh, yeah. And and they weighed like 8,000 pounds, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, matter of fact, what they did with old TVs is they just recycled them, gave them to the Navy, and they'd shoot them off in those big guns on ships because they were like, they're so big. So anyway, <laughs> they uh, you'd have to, when, one, when the picture went out, you had to go through all the tubes and test to see no. which one was bad. I remember my dad... 
going back and forth to Sears, and then he'd come back with a bag full of bulbs or yeah, tubes, tubes. and he'd lay on his back behind the TV. You could get a shock back there, and it took days to get the TV and figure out which one it was and get it fixed again. Amazing how technology's made our life a lot easier. And remote controls are wonderful. Instead of having to get up and change yeah, the channel yeah, every yeah. day. But time. how come now if you can't find the remote, you can't turn the TV on? There's no on-off switch. Yeah, they do have it. Where is it? They got a, If you got one they of those got a flat, new flat screen, I can't find it's on it. The, it it's, it's usually on the, the right-hand side. Huh? There's usually a little track on the right-hand side of the TV, you know, and you'll be able to change the channels, turn it on and off from there. On the yeah. back? On, on the back It's on inside. the right. So yeah. if this if this was oh, your yeah. TV, yeah. if this was your TV screen, it'd be right. Yeah, right, right on here. the right hand side. Or they also have had it where it's underneath. Yeah, sometimes underneath on and the bottom. And there's someone. There's also some where the the power button is the logo on the TV. Like it, it's a if it says Samsung, it, Sony. It's just it's like an infrared button that you just hit. You can't even see the button. Like the button's a touch yeah. button on the TV. It's not a physical button. Yeah, it's usually well, I'll though, be a son yeah. of a gun because I went there, out Danny. with TV it's for there. a week because I couldn't find my remote. <laughs> <laughs> but where did you finally find it? Under the couch. Uh, right well, that's another thing right nowadays. You can buy out it. and went yeah. between the cushions. You can go to Target and get a universal yeah, right, remote for yeah. four bucks nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Real cheap, Tom. Right up your alley. You yeah, can get a re- universal. Yeah. You're right. I have purchased universals well, you in know, the past. You know what I have to find? I gotta, I gotta go out and get one. I just gotta, I just gotta go searching for it now. Number of years ago, um, I wanted to take all these VHS tapes of uh, segments that I did on Outdoor Wisconsin, I wanted to transpose them onto DVDs. And John had, he had a VHS to DVD recorder. So he loaned it to me, and I put all of these different, you know, segments, and I'd get like six, seven, eight of them, nine of them, whatever, on it a worked? DVD. Yeah, it was great, yeah. Okay, because I got to do that, too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, John has the machine to go from VHS to DVD. Well, anyway, but now what I want to get... And you know how to do it. Yeah, it's, well, oh, it's oh, easy. I, I can come on over sometime, and I'll, I'll bring a bunch of treats. No, I'm not doing family. it. No, no, I'm what not do doing mean? it. I'll show you well, how to do on, it. Well, come on, hit no, the button. I'll show you how to do it. I can't even turn on a flat screen you TV, gotta, and you're asking me no, to do this No, you got to sit there through the whole thing to be able to turn it on and then turn it off. You got to sit there through... Everything. I'll spend the night at your place. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we got a we got a, spare you got a spare room. Bedroom. Yeah, we got Set a spare room. <laughs> Can you bring me some hot chocolate every hour or two? Check in on me. Make sure I'm okay. Well, anyway, um, but now I need one of those things where it goes from DVD to DVD, because you know, on one DVD I might have a couple of bass segments, a musky segment, ice fishing segment. I got all different ones on right. each one, and I want to. Do it where all bass are on DVDs, all muskie are on DVDs, all ice fishing are on DVDs, all panfish. You know what I mean? I, w- I want to do that, but I just gotta I just I've, gotta call around and find one of those units. I've got, I've got so much old stuff. Great hunt, great fishing, uh, some hunting stuff, mm-hmm. um, some weightlifting t- meets that I used to go mm-hmm. to years ago, and I'd bring oh, yeah, my video see? camera and That's videotape cool. yeah, me and my buddies. Do that. Yeah. Some pretty cool stuff. Then I'm kind of scared that on one of those tapes, there's probably something that should have been destroyed 30 years ago, yeah. you know, so I got to be careful. But I'm not running for office anyway, yeah. so I think I'm okay. Me neither, yeah. Well, I didn't, I, 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 I'd I, be the first to admit that some of my segments on Outdoor Wisconsin over 30 years, 
They weren't my best stuff. What? <laughs> they weren't very no. good. No, they weren't very good. Say it isn't so, so Tom. I did not copy some of those. <laughs> those weren't the greatest. No, I, some of them weren't all that great. It'd so. be great to see yeah. the old ones and see how you looked years ago. Oh, it's 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 kind of funny. You know, I even Just got, even got, the clothes and the way you dressed. Yeah. And... Well, you know, it's funny. I've got DVDs. Well, they were VHS, now DVDs, of when I always would bring my kids on a show every now and then, right? And you see the kids when they were five years old even, you mm-hmm. know, seven years old, ten years old. Then as they grew older, over the years, you'd see them grow up on the show. You know, it was, pre- it was actually pretty cool well, to that's see kinda, some of those old ones, you know. Kinda, you were ahead, ahead of your time. Yeah. That's what Larry Smith says he likes to do. He likes to take oh, yeah. have kids out. Oh, uh, definitely. Kids out doing that stuff. Yeah. So that's... Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it was, and and you know, it, it was funny. Like uh, I think I told you this a while back, a few months back. Uh, my son Chris and I were out on uh, Oconomowoc Lake, and Chris had some uh, le- uh, crawlers left over, and he took a half a crawler on a jig and went out to a weed line. He says, "Watch this." I'm, he says, "I there's walleyes in this area." Now the reason he knew there were walleyes in that area was because over the years I took him to that spot and caught walleyes. So then he says, and then he starts going along, and sure enough, boom, he catches a walleye. Not not uh, big enough. It was uh, uh, out at Oconomowoc. It's an 18-inch size limit. Mm-hmm. So, and this one was maybe, I don't know, 15, 16 inches. Anyway, and he said, see, see, see how I did that? He's telling me. And I said, well, who the heck taught you that? You know? <laughs> don't give me that. See how I did that, you know? Well, that's those my, kids. Well, that's I'm my buddy Scott that. Olson. You know, he's, <laughs> his son kids. Steven shot a big one with the crossbow. He's got a couple nice bucks. And, uh, you know, so now he's the expert hunter, and his dad, Scott, has to say, like, who put you in yeah, that spot? Who taught you all that stuff? Of course, exactly. now <laughs> Stephen goes, no, I picked that spot. Yeah, well, right, yeah. after your dad showed you the three greatest spots in the county, you picked well, the one out of the three, and that was his <laughs> yeah. picking a spot and being successful. So exactly. he's a benefit of his dad's expertise exactly. in hunting. Like, yeah. All kids are. Fathers, yeah, you know, right. you guys don't get what you deserve. You get a card once a year on Father's Day. Other than that, Fathers get <laughs> fathers get no respect, really. No respect. They're at made all. fun of in the media. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Sitcoms. Coming up next is the gut report, and we'll be back here on 105.7 FM, the fan, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we are presented by Interstate Heating right out there in uh, Sussex. So if you got a problem with your furnace, hey, they're the place to call Interstate Heating. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Dan and Tom. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce <clears throat> excuse me, and Discount Liquor. Well, you know, folks, you, you, you see these ads on TV for Reuben sandwiches. This is what brought this to light to me. About three weeks ago, I saw these ads for Reuben's, and I love a Reuben sandwich. You like Reuben sandwiches, Danny? Mm-hmm. How about you, Greg? You like Reuben's? Yeah. yeah. Well, this is what I did. Since I'm on this diet, trying to stay away from carbs, I had this brilliant idea one morning. I had some corned beef at home. I had some sauerkraut. I had some Swiss cheese, and I got Thousand Island dressing. But I didn't want the bread. You know, so you know what I made? I made a Reuben omelet. I made the omelet, put the Reuben fillings on the inside, flipped it over, put the, and then when I put it on the plate, I put the Thousand Island dressing over the top of it. And you know what? It was delicious. It was fantastic. I loved it. Now, I've also made it with diced ham. I've made it with turkey. I've made it with chicken. I've made it with other meats than just corned beef. Okay. And you know what? It It is delicious. It was great. 
So, folks, I'm telling you, if you like Rubens, try it. I mean, you you would think that a Ruben omelet. omelet. You you would think that that the sauerkraut and the omelet. Oh, I don't know about that. No, hey, it's it's really good. If you like Rubens, you love a Ruben omelet. I wish restaurants would make that. Maybe you know, maybe one of our listeners knows of a Listen. restaurant that. Makes Reuben omelets. I'm sure John Perkins, owner of the Perkins Restaurant Empire out there, is listening right now. He might be. You never know. But anyway, the Gut Report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. Oh, I already did that. Uh, the Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. Soon to come, skin squirrels. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price selection and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha for weekly specials go to discountliquorinc.com Come here, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly! And, and Danny, we gotta send a big thank you out Yeah, uh, I got a gift <clears throat> package from uh, Mr. Lombardo over at Bell Ambulance Oh cool! He sent us some Danish Kringles yeah. The Danish Kringles. Dan- uh, original Danish Kringles. And a yes. little thing of coffee. And yeah, this right. thing of coffee, it's got his picture on it. I he, I know he does that for an advertising thing, I think. So Bell, but, yeah, Bell. Bell Ambulance. I wonder if they serve those in the <laughs> ambulance. They, <laughs> no, I, Kringles. Don't they have like uh, other type products? Does Bell have like, uh, you know, the CPR, th- you know, have like uh, first aid type things? Or I, I don't seems know. Seems to me I've seen packaging that said Bell on it. Mr. Lombardo would have to call us and tell us. Tell us what they have. Yeah. Other, but I've seen Bell Ambulance, yeah. not from the inside, fortunately. Right, right, from, from the outside. outside right. Yeah. Well, thanks. So, That's so nice. So, yes, thank you, Mr. Lombardo. For Christmas. And uh, who do you got on the line, Greg? We have Ron from New Berlin. Oh, good morning, Ron from New Berlin. How you doing today? Good morning. Well, I'm still in bed. Good, good. Hey, I got a comment on that potato recipe you had last oh, week. Oh, yeah? If you use red potatoes, you don't have to peel them. Well, you see, I, well, see I forgot to mention that any kind of potato you don't have to peel. Okay, right. after you boil them. You don't have to peel them. But sure. my wife doesn't like the skins, so I have to peel them. Well, and you know some people some you yeah some people don't like the skins and some there. people do you know so it just depends on whether or not you like the skins or not but you tried it Well I've done that before Oh you've done it before Oh yeah oh, okay then it was nothing new to you You know Tom the skins are where the vitamins are <laughs> That's what they tell me I don't mind the skins I like the skins on them but my yeah. wife doesn't care for it so I'm always stressing nutrition. I I always right. do whatever she wants Ron Yeah all right, guys. Thanks, All right. Ron. Thanks, Ron. Bye. <laughs> yeah, my dad used to love those baby red potatoes. And, you know, while we're on the Christmas theme of Kringles and gifts, I got a little gift here for you, Tom. Uh-oh. Here and we a go. week before Christmas. Oh, he's just... <laughs> yeah, like, let's just do this for an hour. Hold on. What the hell? Here it is. Woody's Maple Bourbon Cream. Woody's Northwoods Maple Bourbon Cream. Can we open that up here in the studio? Whatever you want to do. No, I don't think we can. Yeah, we can. Let's not say we did. No, well, let's do it. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, that's maple uh, bourbon uh, my cream. Good buddy, my good buddy Troy Woodrow um, has now launched his own brand. He's traveling across the nation and world, all the way down to Florida and all over the place. And uh, it's it's it's. He's got two flavors. There's the maple and the honey, and the stuff is. 
is great. I mean, put that in a nice little cocktail glass with some ice cubes, and uh, your wife will love you. You might even get lucky that night. She has a couple glasses, so it's really, really good. <laughs> I have to give her more than a couple, Danny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe get her. I should have given you more than one bottle. So anyway, you, uh, um, it's a great holiday stocking yeah. stuffer gift. It's available at uh, Woodman's and Festival right now. Yeah, you can put it in your coffee. You can uh, make your own cocktail creation out of it. It's made with maple syrup, bourbon, and real dairy cream. Yeah, it's really good, and it's going over really oh, big. Oh, I can't they, wait. They to took hand. a couple cases up north to some of the Northwoods up there, up around St. Germain and stuff, and the Northwoods boys are, are going through it pretty heavy. I, I can't wait it. to try that. And it's only 27 proof, so it's really not going to knock you out, you know, unless you drink the whole bottle maybe, but... Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait to get home and try this today. Yeah, it was on sale thirteen ninety nine with the three dollar <laughs> instant rebate. <laughs> Speaking of, I got I want to bring something up. Okay. Oh, yeah, we got a caller. We you got a caller. Take the caller first. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's take the caller first, real quick. Who do you who do you got, Greg? Mike and Muskego. Good morning, Mike and Muskego. You're on the Cutting Edge Outdoors. What's up? Hey guys, uh, I'm a local. I'm a delivery driver, so it's really busy time of year, and I'm. Uh, out in the Wind Lake, the Skego area, quite a bit delivering, and yeah. uh, I'm noticing guys on the lake ice fishing already. But I, I mean, I just saw open water a few days ago, especially at Michigan, and yeah, I was... got some friends that really want to go ice fishing, but I don't want to take them out there yet. So I was just wondering what you guys uh, thought would be a good time to go out, and I'll hang up and listen. Okay, okay thanks. thanks. Drive safe. Well, I would, uh, I would wait uh, another week or two. Uh, yeah, at some places, yeah, there's enough ice where guys can walk on and fish. But you know what? They're just taking a chance. Uh, it, and it depends on the body of water, the shallower bodies of water. You know, they'll freeze up quicker than the deeper bodies. So it's like, I would wait a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I would hold off a bit yeah. on it. Don't uh, jump yeah, the gun. I, I would hold off. And uh, plenty of good ice fishing season. Uh, you know, once it gets cold enough, there will be enough where you'll be sick of it and glad it's over come the end of February. So, hey, Danny, yeah, just wait, you, but thanks for listening and yeah. drive safe out there. Now, hold that thought that you have. Because, what thought? Well, whatever thought you had. Well, we, um, okay, uh, okay, John. Uh, <laughs> I forgot already. But look, we got the uh, uh, the Hornschwaggle coming up next after this break. Well, so, oh, here yeah. is the... Yeah. We're running a little behind. So what? So. Who cares? Well, you know, the Hornschwaggle people care. I don't know. Go ahead. All right, never mind. <laughs> well, write it down so you don't forget. Next time the caller waits for me to finish my sentence, Tom. All right. Okay. Okay, we'll plan on that. Great. Yeah. You hear that? You Big heard Show's that, got right? people on hold for eight hours. Okay, that's terrible. T- I bought. I stopped trying to call the Big Show. Me too. Yeah. Anyway, Hornschwaggle is next. Danny's going to give you three outdoorsy questions. All you got to do is answer two out of the three correctly, and you will get a. $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages out there in McGuanago. Bucky's serves all kinds of stuff. You got to go on their website, Bucky'sMeats.com, to find out all the different things they have. So give a call right now, 799 1250. That's 414 799 1250. And be a contestant in the Hornschwaggle. It's, they're easy questions. So call now, be a contestant. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the inter- Interstate Heating Studios. And uh, on the line, who do we got for the Hornschwaggle? We have Don from Muskego. Hey, morning, Don. How you doing? Good morning, guys. All right. Morning. Th- thanks for listening here. And uh, so here's the Hornschwaggle. If I'm pulling your leg... You say hornswoggle. If I'm telling you the truth, you say no hornswoggle. <clears throat> so um, let's talk. Let's talk of uh, let's talk uh, weasels here or weasel family here. Between a weasel and an ermine, uh, an ermine is bigger with a black tipped tail. Hornswoggle, no hornswoggle. Uh, hornswoggle. Ah, uh, that was a no horn schwaggle. That was a no horn schwaggle. That's okay. All right. Uh, the weasel is our state's smallest carnivore. Horn schwaggle or no horn schwaggle? I would say a horn schwaggle. Uh, that was a no horn schwaggle. Jeez, sorry about that. Okay, well, thanks for thanks thanks for yeah. trying, and uh, you know, give a call again. Maybe we'll win next yeah. week. Call next week. We'll try and come up with some more questions. I'll get off the weasel stuff. All right. Oh, I think he was upset. He hung up on you. Uh, anyway, the horns. That wasn't too. <laughs> those weren't too hard, were they? I didn't know the answers. I don't. I, I don't know, know anything about weasels. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, the Hornschwaggle was brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Easy to get to. Just right off of forty three and eighty three. Give them a buzz. Go to their website, Bucky'sMeats.com. Find out all the different things they got especially their cheddar and jalapeno uh, sausages, sticks, whatever. But they get a lot of good stuff there. But anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't the, know. I'm going to have to make the horn swoggle questions easier. Yeah, I, yes, I did I not know. know that. I mean, I know. You, you know, know a lot. Yeah, but I know weasels are little. Yeah. You know, but I didn't know if there was another one out there that was a carnivore, you know, another small thing, you know. Well, according to the DNR website. Yeah. The uh, weasel is Wisconsin's smallest carnivore. Ah, okay. okay. Now, unless you consider that a a shrew, I think a shrew is an omnivore, which will eat both. Either way, yeah. But Either maybe because a weasel doesn't eat plants, it's just a plain carnivore. Maybe. That's the difference, you know, Tom. Maybe. Carnivore. Eat a, eat a lot of mice, probably. You think, do you think maybe my question should have been a carnivore eats, consumes? Oh, there you go. Yeah, that would be an easy one. Yeah, I think everybody a, would know that. that. Omniv- that's, too, that's too easy. In an omnivore, <laughs> an omnivore is both. Yeah, that's a, too easy. Really? Yeah. Even you would know that, Greg. Hey, I knew what a, I knew what a murder of crows was. You didn't know what a murder of crows yeah, was. You, Greg knew it. Yeah, he got. That is totally amazing. He mind. was he was on top of that one. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Well, I was going to give some reports here. Oh, go right ahead. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. So, um, on Lake Michigan uh, for lake trout, they're talking about some changes for lake trout. Yeah. Now, they're, they're doing a bunch of big changes up mm-hmm. on Lake Superior uh, where they're actually uh, going to have like a, a two different areas, zones, so to speak. And in one zone, once the harvest hits a certain amount, they're going to cut it off. Mm-hmm. Gonna, just kind of like they do with some of the other uh, species. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in, in Lake Michigan, however... They're actually looking at looks like, from what I read, to increase the uh, the harvest. Yeah, though. increase as I guess there's a lot of them. I was watching one of the shows last week, 
was that was that Larry Smith that was out there on Lake Michigan? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, was that him? Yeah, he had mentioned he was out there, and uh, and they were ca- or no, no, I take it back. It was John Gillespie was on Lake Michigan last week and on on his show last week, and they were catching some monster Lakers oh, by act. They were fishing for Browns. Were and they it, jigging out here then, or they were, were they? They were they were casting. Yeah, they were casting right and in the gaps and stuff. Actually, some of it was right in where uh, boats dock at the piers and that. And they were right in, by the, by they the were, harbor there. Yeah, they were right in the harbor, and they caught some rainbow trout in there, and uh, they they were catching some browns. Was and, he with but, Brian but, Sedley? Yeah. Uh, no, I forget the guy's name, but they caught some monster lake trout, which. Right now, you got to throw back. They're not legal to keep. Yeah, because right uh, but they want to increase the limit, right? Well, what they're talking about, and here's just kind of brief, brief idea. Uh, right now, as far as, now, this is the way I understood it. Maybe one of our DNR fisheries guys can call, or some Lake Michigan guru can call. Uh, it used to be years ago, like I'd catch a few of them in like uh, April, May, when I was up by two rivers fishing for Browns at that uh, nuclear plant. Once in a while, we'd catch one, and you had to let them go. Then they changed it where you can have two maximum. Right, you can keep two, two. maximum yeah. up until a certain date. So if and it's a five trout per person limit, of which only two could be lake trout. And then after that, from what I thought it was, then you could actually keep up to five. You could after that certain date. I don't know if it's May thirty first or whenever. Um, so. Now what they're they're looking at doing is uh, they're looking at opening up the season year round, mm-hmm. uh, except for on this Mid Lake Reef Complex. Apparently, there's this Mid Lake Mid Lake Reef Complex that apparently maybe they they keep that out there for spawning. I don't know, and I imagine that's got to be quite quite a, probably halfway between here and Michigan if it's called Mid Lake Reef. If it's called Mid Lake, yeah, <laughs> okay, <you're laughs> it'd be I'm, out there. I'm pretty ways. sharp. I can yeah. figure things out. Yeah. So, uh, but now they're talking actually about allowing fishing lake trout on the Mid Lake Reef from January first to September sixth. So basically, they'd be closing it during the fall period. Mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing for spawning purposes. I don't think a lot of people are going to be fishing out there in January and February. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. They're not going to be out there. So basically it's starting in March like normal. Yeah, unless there's some people. Ice fishing? I'll tell you what, man. I like catching trout and stuff, but if I know I can get out in July and catch troll and catch a lake trout, there ain't no way I'm motoring in a boat out there in January. No, no. If it's open. Because a lot of times, you know, the harbor's, you know, ice. it's iced in. Well, that would, that you know? would, well, it's not, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it gets iced in because so guys I, ice fish in the harbor, you know, in the wintertime if unless, it's cold Unless enough. that's such a great sanctuary there that there's a bunch of giant lake trout out there that are untouched, that are just waiting to be mm-hmm. caught. I wouldn't want to go that far out anyway. If I can't see shore, I get a little nervous. And do you know that, <laughs> do you know, Tom, that there's, there's a number of different strains of lake trout? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one that uh, that's the giant ones, like you see at what what is it? Uh, Great Slave Lake, yep. uh, Lake Superior years ago. Uh, some of them try some of the names. Uh, some is it Nipigon? Some of these big Canadian lakes, they get some of those giant lakes mm-hmm. up to fifty pounds or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a certain strain that uh, typically it's real big, long. They can live a long time. They're real fatty, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they live like in the depths. I mean, they are they are in the depths of the lake, like Lake Superior, way down, mm-hmm. down, down deep. Um, yeah, and the, you don't want to eat those. 
No. No? No. You don't want to eat those. I forget. It starts with an S, the type of strain. I'm going to look that up and check it out. But, uh, you know, catching a 60-pound lake trout would really be something. That would be a battle on your hands. In the the world record, I thought, used to come out of Lake Superior. As a kid, I used to see one that said 63 pounds out of Lake Superior prior to the alewives wiping them out. And that would have had to have been that big strain of lake trout. I'll look at of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.